Hi, this is Janesh. And this is Pranab. You're tuned in to the 30-Minute Hustle Podcast. As you're leaving, either Harsh or me or someone from our team has sent you a video. It's on, let's say, the Disability Premier League. You know, the Premier League for people with visual impairments, physical disability, all that, like, hey, what is Viru sending me this? Click on it. You watch that three-minute story and you're completely moved by it. You may not be moved also, but hopefully you are. And then you're, I'm not saying it will change your life or it will change your meeting with Prana, but at least you have that perspective. Similarly, end of the day, say the whole day both of you have fought, then you fought with your families also, you had a horrible day. Suddenly one of us have sent something, array 12 at night, what are these idiots sent now? Click. Again, it may not change your life, but... You're like, wow, man, look at these other people, look at the problems they face in the world and we are arguing about WhatsApp and all this other stuff. Precisely why, you know, we started with this. Hey, everyone, welcome back to the 30-Minute Hustle and I'm so happy to introduce my next guest on this podcast. We have my friend Viru Murugappan, who is the founder and director of Coromandel Productions and his head of productions, Harsha. On this episode, they talk to us about how at CP they love to produce feel good, happy, human positive stories and just how about how their ethos is not to run but to walk first. You very rarely get to see the faces behind CP and so I'm super grateful that they took the time off to speak to us and I hope you enjoy this episode and learn from it. Keep listening to us and supporting us at the 30 Minute Hustle podcast. Hey Viru, hey Harsh, uh, welcome to the 30 Minute Hustle. We're so happy you guys could make it. And like I said, we 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 rarely see you guys and I'm happy you guys have, are happy to speak about what's behind Coromandel and, and speak about you guys too. So Viru, tell us a little bit about yourself and um, how actually you actually got into, you know, presenting and, and was that something that you always wanted to do in school? And uh, what were your aspirations when you were in school? I think for most of us in that generation, without giving away the age, but uh, all of us wanted to play professional sport. And I think, you know, Harsh also will echo that sentiment. So growing up, there's a lot of cricket, a lot of football, a lot of tennis. So at that time, you don't know, right? You just want to pursue professionally. As cliche as it sounds, you want to become the next Sachin Tendulkar. That was the, that was the norm for most kids. But uh, I think to answer your question, yeah, regarding film and TV and things like that, no, man, not really. I mean, I did psychology. Uh, being from a business family, I couldn't really, couldn't add two plus two. And that's well documented. So I just went, but I liked people a lot. I enjoyed news. I I just liked watching content. And it, uh, yeah, it, you know, it purely happened by chance. I mean, to give you a, simple sort of story uh, I, I graduated schooling was in Chennai and then college was in Bangalore I studied psychology as I mentioned and that summer of 2008 was actually the first summer of the IPL it was this new thing that people didn't know and and it was an exciting concept but what happened was um, uh, a friend of mine in Madras who I think you guys also know quite well Vikram Menon fully into his fitness and all that now uh, both of us were like okay we have the summer off we were playing football together with friends 
and then uh, he just one evening after football said look why don't we do a five side football tournament and uh, we said okay let's just organize it and it happened and uh, we wrote to a lot of media outlets to say will you come and cover it and most people said no because it's a bunch of you know kids who are running a five side tournament who would come at no star power but ndtv said no we will come we want to do a story on this so we were like why and they, they said no it's the first season of the ipl so we were like okay so they're like yeah but this is football's version of ipl five side foot you know so he said oh that's quite cool and then uh, edwin who the cameraman at ndtv his name is alexander edwin i'll never forget he told me what are you doing i said no i want to pursue a career in tv so he said uh, you know ndtv is setting up a channel they set one up in delhi called metro nation they're setting one up in chennai you should come and you know i was like i've not done journalism so it doesn't matter just turn up there you have the story to say you know you you guys were there see what see what happens and i went there and you guys may or may not remember jennifer arul and sanjay pinto at the time were you know the big bosses people i had looked up to watching them on tv and yeah long story short they gave me a screen test which was very kind of them and uh, yeah that's how it started so purely out of passion and after giving a sound bite for them i ended up working for them so it was quite nice and harsh what has been your story like and you know like just coming into the picture here and how did you and viru meet so it all began with uh, you know viru being uh, a mentor for me which you know it's, it's it's been a real privilege and i would say we we find of you know cross paths by chance more than more than anything else so i was looking forward to like you know making something some sort of a career in sport we're all sports tragics right like like they say we we all start off thinking we want to like play sport but then we realize somewhere along the way that that's not going to happen but but we still want to try and be associated with it and uh, i was at a point in in my career where i was like you know i'd done hr I'd, and i wanted to do journalism something related to football and sport and i i happened to know a friend whose brother had gone to school with uh, with guru so i got in touch with him you know just to understand how this field works how the industry works and and you know i just wanted to you know get some mentorship and one thing led to another and and thankfully things worked out and i was back here in uh, chennai and i was you know looking for freelance work and that's when you know i think coromandel had completed a year uh, no i think it was just a few months right 16 uh, to sorry 2017 and there was some yeah. uh, you know freelance opportunities and i would say like i've just uh, you know not looked back and made the most of i feel uh, you know the mentorship and and there's just a lot of fun uh, that also happens it's it is it is quite uh, gratifying because while you know the the work in itself is uh, there there are elements of you know understanding and and kind of learning on the job that comes with the whole thing but more more than anything else i think uh, with viru with kurmandel it's always been about trying to do and trying to make the most out of that situation trying to say a good story trying to like you know say a positive human story be it whatever that you know that we are whatever kind of work that we're doing whatever client that we're working for whatever content we're producing and it's been a real pleasure to kind of you know grow uh, in that journey i would say with kurmandel guys you know so, that is uh, to jump in right so when you guys were growing up you remember you, like news bulletins watching news bulletins right 
there used to be a thing you may or may not remember because you guys are younger but there was something called the and finally so that means that no matter how hard hitting a news bulletin was without breaking news leave that the after the sports section the last part was always like a puppy and a baby playing or yeah. you know like a, some funny videos or things yeah. like that most channels did that yeah so when i set up the business in 2016 because after ntv i worked in sports production with img which was fantastic most of the picture wall behind me thanks to my wife is all you know from that you know filming and you know covering cricket all over the world but when i set up the business i felt this too there was there still is but even back then there was too much bloody stress in the world man i was like why can't we tell happy stories it doesn't make news for some reason but why can't we share happy stories positive stories human interest stories inspiring stories why can't we do that yes i know it may not pay the bills but it's okay you know you will do your corporate stuff and you will do all that but you have to so that when i set it up that's why the company tagline is uh, beyond the lens because we felt you know let's go that extra mile let's tell that positive everybody is fighting a battle here okay amazing and uh, yeah. it's important so it's important to you know showcase the story so that yeah so that was one of the main reasons why we said okay let's try and do this but we'll do it slightly differently you know that's that's how nice to hear we so what was it like growing up from a business family then working for ndtv and then founding your own company what was the transition like because it's a different facet of thought process ultimately right so what did you try to bring out in your in your career path uh which you made such early decisions on and did you have to struggle with it internally oh, on a lighter note each time the family name is brought up you have to give me a dollar man <laughs> 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 yeah, I own a couple of boats and islands by now. It's time that con. But look, whatever said and done, right? Uh, being from, I'm very proud of the last name because although I've not, you know, worked for it. Look, you can't pick your family. You can only pick your friends. Okay, so let's be honest. So I, from a young age, it was very difficult. I didn't understand that. You know, when we would have play dates and things like that, I didn't understand. I just thought everyone lived in houses like this and things like that. But mom and dad were very the way they brought us up they were very clear that you know what there are no shortcuts nothing to the extent i speak for my cousins also and i know janesh knows this although we are from you know you know a very well known and well respected business family where the fifth generation so it's been around for a very long time there's no easy uh, what's the word entry entry you have to prove yourself outside it's not like you finish college and you just go ah, come open arms no it doesn't work like that you have to prove yourself outside you have to work outside and then come in in terms of struggle pranab the thing is god is also smart he or she up there they can give you a lot of things but at the same time you also have to face certain challenges so i grew up with dyslexia that's again well documented had to be kept back in the second grade which is not easy especially in chennai close knit community people talk so that was difficult Uh, went through the process of being in the madras dyslexia association you know going through that process as a slow learner things like that so that was the struggle because people think if you are rich you have no problems everything is okay which is rubbish you know it's not true and we do a lot of rags to riches stories at coromandelas harsh was also alluding to earlier i'm not going to say it's equally hard no chance in hell but it's also very difficult when you have absolutely everything 
and you're trying to make it on your own so that is a bit of a struggle because of the expectation and the pressure you know people talk about star kids in bollywood star kids in sport not easy man it's not easy tomorrow arjun tendulkar plays for mumbai or india the whole world's media is going to be on it you take rohan gavaskar for example i'm not equating the next gen of corporate india to that but that's the way we feel also oh he so and so son he so and so's grandson you're proud of that but at the same time one of my favorite quotes is actually by an ice hockey player wayne gretzky it is i think he says you miss 100% of the shots you don't take so i was like okay i am passionate about this i told and that time janesh you'll know this you also you you know you know the chennai culture so well at that time to tell someone our family is very conservative and harsh also knows this traditional conservative fine it's worked for them at that time to tell them that look i don't want to work in the business that is one sort of you know bombshell but then to tell them that hey i want to work in the media which is the complete opposite of all your values it was a bit strange but luckily the support was there because we're in a visual medium yeah when my uncles and other relatives would see you know me on screen back then i think there was also a sense of pride for them yeah. so yeah to cut the long story short the struggle is always there pranav but because of the expectation yeah. you know because of this and people always think oh and and it's the other way as well people will think oh yeah anyway business yes, blood is, is there yeah. he's going to become an entrepreneur <laughs> so that's the thing that's why we felt okay let's show and win people over with our work that's why we hardly show ourselves <laughs> <laughs> no but that's 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 such a um uh, i'm happy you shared it with us and um, i know how uh, difficult it is for people to have that pressure i've seen it with my friends as well and and we also spoke to a, another uh, friend very recently in the podcast and we wanted to also find out um, and talk about that as well but uh, one thing that i really liked about you viru was the fact that you were always such a people's person that's sort of grown with you and that i i'm thinking that that's what has got you to doing what you have done because i think like you after college still going doing um, doing psychology and after that starting something of your own and then after that when i saw you going on ndtv and doing that i felt like okay fine this guy has has gone through those battles and then also after that has found what really works for him so i i mean i don't know i think i think that's that itself is is a is a achievement by itself and and it's and it's difficult for people to do it at at whatever age that they're at you know but it's yeah. true but i'd like to like emphasize on things like that because i think that's what gets lost in when people tell stories is the fact that you know we don't sometimes also not uh, appreciate ourselves for it and to be right. able to you know uh, think about it and and feel good about it also because those are internal struggles that people don't really talk about a lot see and also before harsh jumps in right what i like is also the process sometimes is more interesting like when harsh okay he was at asian college of journalism and you know and then he sort of you know it, it it all happened the stars aligned but to also see small things like to see his growth also i i think more than the work you know you see that you know right from dealing with your first client to then dealing with international clients to then firefighting because that's what entrepreneurs half the job is that right so that's also quite cool because we work with a lot of freelancers all over the world 
there is a you know it's a cultural thing also each one is different you have to people always talk about ms dhoni right like recently so many times he always says you know we don't say much just each one you got to treat differently so i think that's also nice to see harsh's growth to see some of our crews in chennai and in singapore and in the uk to see their growth along with us that's been quite nice because the core has still been the same from 2016 17 which is what is nice little more gray hair but it's okay i just want to allude to that fact you know like uh, what you were saying janesh it's also about how Uh, the people's person aspect of his is is very much you know it's very seamlessly there within the within the work the brand and the business so to speak because what we you just mentioned right now it's not not for me as well it's about how he and the company and even how i've kind of just bought into the whole thing is to kind of treat every single person the same way the way we would approach yes obviously there will always be you know high priority work uh, you know comp- because you can't do Ten things at the same time. So if we're doing one thing right now, we have to give that priority. But at the same time, when we say we're leading, we're dealing with say an international client or dealing with someone you know whose budget, so to speak, is is hardly anything. That's something that really like from day one made me feel like you know there's there's real substance to what we're doing. Is we treat or we do treats or the the business treats every single person, every single brand, every single client the exact same way. And I feel that's you know what is what you mentioned right him being a people person it can't be uh, you know uh, stated enough because it's be it beat the crews that that you know the kind of network that he's built around the world uh, there are many times you'll have people you know coming out and saying that how do you guys how you people and i don't mean to blow you know cp's trumpet but then it's like there and and sometimes you know we're left in awe that uh, okay how how did you guys get these things done around the world well that's i think it's it purely comes down to you know managing relationships and uh, you know it, yes it's it's important to get the work done but in order to get that done if we're able to like kind of maintain a relationship or nurture a relationship it could be with anyone it's not just to do with the end product right that oh i'm going to have this relationship intact because it's going to you know uh, create something good which i can promote visually or the brand can promote visually no it's not just that everyone does that but it's also for that that feel good factor that comes with it right it's it could maybe literally just be that extra thing like you know i've, I've seen that a lot i've actually learned that from viru just trying to ensure that okay you know if he knows that there's this thing going on in that person's personal life leave that in the last bit saying you know i hope things are better right now that just kind of that's not going to show or portray anywhere in the end product but then it's going to make that person whoever it is on the other end be it the crew or it could be the ceo of that you know client it's going to make that person feel better and in turn it's going to make us as a brand feel better because whether the video they like it or not they're going to remember us as people who who cared you know people who took that and i think that's that's probably the ethos of you know cp and what kind of viru has driven within the whole uh you know brand and the way we work because see absolutely rc guys janesh and pranab the whole you've heard of that kiss formula right keep it simple silly or keep it simple stupid whatever when the business started and i'm not lying or you know trying to create get any sympathy whatever honestly and this might surprise a lot of people but i'll just tell you we are just 2016 i just signed off on a you know we just signed off on a house in singapore and all that and literally there was only 1000 bucks left in the savings 
So obviously, I took five hundred, you know, for utility bills and things like that. Now this may shock a lot of people. You know, a billionaire, what son, whatever. But it's true. But then I had five hundred left, so I started the business uh, with that five hundred. But yeah, I mean, like what Harsh was saying, we kept it very simple, and you know, not not to take too much advice because didn't hire anyone, nothing. It was purely asset light business model, which is still is today, and. because of our work with the international cricket council that i had done at img and like i've said most of them were friends so that was a very easy platform to start from okay if you have five or 10 people that on payroll at that time it's so risky right and plus fortunately by the grace of god there's no debt also and we're still learning every day by no means is it a success or anything like that a lot of people say even recently i was with some family friends here and they said no you should become the next star sports become the next img So, Ari, yar, we don't want to. There's space for everybody to exist today. It's fine. We just want to make some cool content, human interest stuff, keep people happy, and just get on with it. You know, that's it. And you do your other projects as well. I know very often people look at our Instagram, and some of our, the, you know, my wife's friends also. Some will say, "Hey, you guys are like everywhere. You guys are traveling to Namibia." I said, "We are not." But you know, we can't go everywhere. But it's cool no when people look at that that's what we wanted to create see i'll give you an example like i don't want to cause an issue between janesh and pranav but i'll just give you an example say for example janesh you're on a monday morning you're dreading meeting pranav you've messed up and you're like oh man this pranav's going to call me whatever fine you're getting ready to go to meet him he's asked you to come to a coffee shop leaving either harsh or me or someone from our team has sent you a video it's on let's say the disability premier league you know the premier league for people with visual impairments physical disability or they're like are what is viru sending me this click on it you watch that 3 minute story and you're completely moved by it you may not be moved also but hopefully you are and then you i'm not saying it will change your life or it will change your meeting with prana but at least you have that perspective similarly end of the day say the whole day both of you have fought then you fought with your families also you had a horrible day suddenly one of us have sent something are 12 at night what are these idiots sent now click again it may not change your life but you're like wow man look at these other people look at the problems they face in the world and we are arguing about whatsapp and all this other stuff precisely why you know we started so, the person viru i think you, you brought that right because the videos i've seen uh, you guys have produced always have a great story to tell and there's always an essence of larger than life there's always an essence of uh, say an underdog coming up and what is what is the essence that you try to bring out in your films right because i do feel like it's quite similar in terms of the storylines or probably it's it's always also about like how you come out of the whole situation and how you've been brought up how you had to fight with your dyslexia and do you reflect these in the movies and the brands you stand out to be yeah yes and no you can't do with everybody right because some of it they will also have a brief see harsh you would say what 90% of our work is anyway for clients right it's only that 10 to 12% yeah. is for see my maths is bad then i should have said 88 but anyway but uh, it roughly most of our work pranav is for clients so it's tough sometimes like say you guys want a video we want to we'll want to bring that ethos out but sometimes it's difficult because they will have a brief but we also make original content where we are completely on our own we do whatever we want to bring that story but to to go back to see whether anything from the past 
Very good question, Pranab, because I'll tell you a story, right? When I was younger, especially on special occasions, and I noticed this much later, obviously, like say it's a birthday or an anniversary, my mom spent a lot of time outside the house. Obviously, we had dinner together and all in the evening, but I wondered why a large chunk of the day she's outside the house. Now, she would do it on normal days as well, but more so on special occasions. Then I found out through an aunt of mine that during a birthday or an anniversary, she would go and be, you know, the scribes, no, they write exams for visually impaired, you know, so she would go and write those exams or do a, some cultures, they say Brahma Bhojan, Tamil, we say Annadanam, you go and give the, the feeding, food for the underprivileged. So she would do that a lot more on the special occasions. Similarly, when I was younger, I, I saw a lot of my seniors come home because they would get uh, career guidance and career advice from dad. Basically, he wrote their statement of purpose and didn't take a cent for it. And they all got into a lot of top schools. In hindsight, he should have taken charge them something, but you can't charge them family, whatever. But jokes aside, maybe that was one part of it. Why we do what we do. Subconsciously, maybe that's there. The second thing, and it's, it's there in one of our films, Harsh, my granduncle in that AMM Foundation one, correct me if I'm wrong, he says, and I'll always remember, for this, he says, if you do well in society, in our culture, in our family, in our uh, community, yes, you enjoy it. No one's saying don't enjoy the, you know, the fruits of it, the profits. But if you do well in life, you must share it with the society. Sharing it with the society doesn't mean just writing a check. It means actually spending time helping people, you know, grooming partnerships, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, subconscious, I don't know, maybe that was there because of the upbringing and look yeah you guys know this and it's well documented like i said i've lived a very 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 privileged life and if i don't give back i'll not be happy with it but giving back is one thing but giving back wholeheartedly is very important and that's what harsh and i are very very keen on doing is that we want like a lot of people ask us you make original content what is the big deal you should sell this you should distribute it like no Keep them happy. Yeah. Tomorrow, they are not able, like, you know, we did something on, uh, Chand, uh, I mean, a uh, professional singer, no, Arch Chandrani in uh, Bombay yeah, yeah. a couple of years ago. It was nothing. She's, you know, left a corporate job in Singapore. She's come here, Arch, just a profile to sort of empower her. Arch did a lovely start. I know one of his favorite stories. Did anybody, a lot of people didn't know India had a blind football team that's extremely successful. And yeah. we went, Harsh spent a couple of days in Kochi covering that, which was, you know, we funded that completely uh, with the profits that we had from the business. So, yeah, so it's it's honestly, Pranab, it's to just, there's no real uh, method to the madness or vision. It's just, let's, and, and more so now with the pandemic, we got to try and stick together and we have to try and, you know, tell happy stories. It's not always easy because you need to do the corporate gigs also, but the niche will always remain this way. Ash, correct me if I'm wrong. No, no, absolutely. That's that's where we veered off the path. And, you know, when, when, when it, it was something that Viru and, uh, you know, we wanted to do for a long time to create that original content, but then we didn't want to, you know, stick to the same thing that a lot of the others were doing, be it like, you know, to show a very emotional story. Or I mean, it's it's all there. And, it, and there's a lot of stories there that need to be told. But... Something which he also, and, and that's where I feel what you were saying, right, Pranab, about, I would say, say, Viru's background is that, you know, these are also these stories that are getting lost somewhere. That, yeah, these people do have, 
you know you could say from one person's point of view you could say they have it all but then they they still have a story to say there are these unsung heroes in our society right. you know there there was a story that we also said which i think is viru's favorite original story is is my art my meditation on this you know on this lady who's who's redefined herself after she turned 50 after she turned 55 and it's so beautiful because you'll find this story in all our homes pretty much irrespective of whatever yeah. social or economic background we come from be it my mother be it your mother be it someone else's dad they all seem to kind of lose their purpose as an individual as they you know bringing us up and this was a story where yes thankfully at a familial level everything went great for her but as an individual she really felt that she'd lost her sense of identity and then after the age of 50 55 imagine with all our conditioning we still find it difficult to form habits or to take make you know make changes or adventures she went out of the way and really found her passion and when when we even shared it within family or we shared it with groups you know if if it led to my mom be feeling a little inspired or another aunt of mine feeling like you know i've seen someone do this i'm not going to take it commercial but if i can yeah. at least do something now for myself which especially in the indian context we we, we find our parents and elders really not you know putting themselves in the least in the priority list so it's stories like these and yes it, it did kind of come from uh, you know that idea that there are a lot of stories that are being untold and and there's definitely obvious ones like the the indian blind football team which is uh, which was a, it's just an eye opening experience i was asking you um, what is the what was the story that really moved you and gave you perspective with your work uh i would have to say the the story we did with the indian blind football team uh in kochi you know, to bring out their story for our coromandel originals uh, episode it was a truly moving experience because we all you know you know sport sport is something that just kind of unites us and you know it kind of takes us away from from reality so to speak but here to to see these these uh, blind footballers with very very limited means it was like it became their life you know for us to kind of for us it was an it's an escape sport so to speak but for these these boys for us if we think that you know what could have been is something we can still imagine and make up these but with these boys we feel what could have been could have been something you know truly uh, upsetting or truly tragic and, and to see what they're doing the kind of stakeholders the way they drive the whole thing uh it was just an incredible experience to be with them it really puts things into perspective not just in terms of the content we produce but even in terms of the work we do it really gave me you know a whole sense of fruition uh even for the camera person it was just the two of us who went and uh, you could see it you know it, it, you could just see it in their in in their faces they just their smiles it just it just lit their day up when they knew that you know there's a camera on me some of them were partially blind many of them were completely blind but to even understand that you know they're really sharpening up the rest of their senses and and when one of them you know we will share that link with you but there yeah. is whole day score that we that we record and it blew my mind because they've been they've been guided by a goal guide which is behind the goal who's telling them how to move who's kind of guiding them where the opponent is in front of them and these guys are literally just hearing them and making their moves and when the goal guy tells them to shoot is when they fire 
and it's that instinct and just so you know the goalkeepers in blind football are are sighted they can see so imagine these guys actually score against sighted goalkeepers so it's purely down to instinct and uh, there's there's really not much awareness out there that was also one of our you know motives and intentions uh, through this story but it really is quite an experience and there have been many many such stories along the way where there's unsung heroes there's you know really humble stories there's people who beaten the odds and and you know kind of redefined them so i think this stands out for me i don't know about you viru i think guys see uh, janesh and pranav lot of people look at instagram or twitter and we don't do any sponsored posts anything it's purely organic a lot of people look at the international cricket council as the vanity if that's the right word think wow you know like even here there are photographs with sachin and bon and things like that so people see that we're just coming off a really really cool project for the icc which you guys will you know you'll also see on you know on your screen soon but people look at that and think oh it's so cool you guys are you know with all these celebrities the whole time but it's not it's not that simple you know there's a lot of work that goes into it a simple you know what may you guys see the finished product right so a lot of people it's like being a chef you don't you know you go to a restaurant and you eat it you don't know the amount of toil that's gone into that particular dish you know so same it's very tough people will be oh you guys interviewed sachin you interviewed kohli well a lot of work to get to that stage so yes for me for both harsh and myself it's very tough i mean he was able to give you one story so quickly for me it's quite difficult there've been so many but one thing i will say is in the early days we did a story on this boy called callum flynn now callum flynn plays uh, cricket for the england physical disability team quite a cool story because he had bone cancer at the age of 14 and then he ended up playing you know for the national team and all that but the best part about the story was not actually the story everyone saw it but that's fine late at night i think this was around november december 2016 so i get a call it wasn't a whatsapp call it was a normal call it was from him so i answered like this is strange it's quite it's well past midnight in singapore but why is he calling and he's in the uk so maybe afternoon whatever so i answered and uh, i noticed that he was not able to speak properly he was just finding it hard so i said callum is everything okay you know is everything fine no no you viru you won't believe what happened so i said what happened tell me so if you guys are i mean familiar with london there's a piccadilly circus there's a shop called lily white it's a very famous sports store and a lot of football jerseys cricket jerseys so he's like viru i just came out of lily white so i said you're calling me at 1 in the morning to tell me that so he's like no 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 hear me out i came out of lily white and these three beautiful women were there and they wanted a photo so i said okay dude what are you trying to say mm-hmm. so and then he told me the story and it touched me so much they said can we take a photo so he thought he had to take a picture of them <laughs> so he took the phone and said yeah i'll take a photo and then he's like don't this whole selfie why wouldn't you guys want why don't you guys take a selfie and they said no we saw your story on sky sports you're the cancer boy right and i still have goosebumps now and he just yeah, <laughs> he started he, i could obviously it wasn't a video call but i knew he was crying and he said so the whole world doesn't know we did it coromandel did it doesn't matter we're not going to go and shout about it but i slept so well that day amazing you know, because that is the impact. that's Maybe. the impact right when they say yeah yeah when they say that a lot of times we did a 
whenever we you know we've done projects we you know did a project on autism couple of years ago and when you get the feedback from the not only the clients but the parents or the children i think that's what i always tell her and the rest of the team when it gets hectic when it gets stressful either we never one thing in television and film guys we very rarely watch back what we've made yeah because you'll always be like are i could have changed this shot changed this shot but i always say to the guys either watch it back or read some of the comments you know because that's why we do what we do no it's simple oh. as that you know so stories like this so that you know i don't know whether it was the favorite one in terms of the style and the editing and all that but it always stands out for me but there's so many man there's been so many it's tough to tough to say <laughs> so we do tell us about uh, a little more about business so you have coromandel running then you've acquired barn or how does that work and you have a entity in the uk Yeah. so how are you functioning how how are these business uh, functioning by itself and how do you manage all of this together i just get told what to do bro <laughs> that's <laughs> no 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 but, uh basically long story short there was when i was at img since we were using freelance camera crews all over the world uh barn media in the uk were actually one of our camera crew suppliers whenever we filmed in england or in europe so i knew the two at the time there were three uh, owners slash co-owners then uh, since we had worked so much together during the 2019 world cup uh, we decided that look out of the they had three sort of you know main shareholders or owners and then one of them was going to you know want to exit and retire and you know just relax with family and that's when the opportunity came to acquire a, a 33.3% stake in the company and then we decided to do that we didn't want to make it a joint venture we said we will acquire and we will buy into you uh, it's a very similar business model to ours but a lot of the higher end stuff happens at ban uh, we did a documentary for the bbc recently on a taekwondo athlete so all that stuff happens there and eventually in the future if uh, more ott gigs come our way those things will be done at ban so i mean otherwise the rest of the business is function there's lots of synergy a lot of times we will do the filming here and outsource the editing there or vice versa uh, like for example arise when we constantly film in the uk for various clients and those are all done by bam because that way it's a lot easier you keep everything within the business but i knew them for a long time and that's when we felt okay there is a good relationship here let's do it and in terms of managing the business business one of its great people yeah we keep it like i said earlier very very simple uh each project i mean harsh's job i mean i feel for him it's a lot more tedious i think mine now is scaling lot more meetings lot more lunches lot more a lot more coffees a lot of massaging egos for clients trying to renew i think in harsh's case it's a lot it's it's difficult and i'm not saying it because he's on the call it's not easy it's a, it's very hands on he needs to manage the crew this is what i did when i started but both of us can't do it together it's impossible yeah. so one of us and similarly in the uk as well there has to be a clear distinction one person will go and you know the sweat and the hard yards and the other person will have to try and grow because for example it both need to both can function without the other if i don't bring harsh the work there's nothing for him to sweat and stress about so every time he's getting frustrated because of a crew or something like that statistically i actually feel good because there's actually a lot of work there 
So it's it's a process. So we've kept ultimately and what are your business goals ultimately what is what is in, what is in the picture right now you know when people were talking about hiring lots of people and have a ceo and a manager when covid happened you know i i really want to tell these people is i i didn't have the foresight that covid was happening but you feel like telling them yeah shut up look what happened so we were able to stay afloat right but you know and more but you can't plan and i think covid has taught us that you can't really plan but small things june or maybe earlier no has april to july 2020 the world pretty much shut down yeah we were only doing editing projects nothing else and even that dried up because we finished everything so that's when i got the idea and both harsh and i we said let's make show reels for people and we're still doing that you know year and a half on we're at yeah. 15 or 20 now and that really kept us afloat you may think okay 800 dollars 1000 dollars for a show reel but still at that time that you know that money is important to come in right so vision goals wise there are two things pranam one is we want to keep making really really good content and really try and smash that ott door open we want to do that we've done our first fictional short film i told myself you know it's also contradicting myself because i said i'll never get into fiction but with a director friend of mine that harsh and i both respect vinay we decided that we will do a fictional short film but that has a messaging so you'll see that soon it's a nice social message family message type of film so one is to keep growing keep doing that ott but the other thing is just to grow the clientele yeah we're very fortunate without doing product placement i just need to say that people like the international cricket council people like you know singapore government infosys they've trusted us and they've given us very very big accounts and we there's very little room for error and that's where i feel for harsh as well because we have to ensure the quality is top notch and uh, i am a yes man he is not which is a good thing which is how you need to balance it for me i just say yes to, especially with our top clients i don't care anything they say i will bend over backwards after you spoke about the pandemic there was a lot of stress that went in with um your team as well and i and um, correct me if i'm wrong your team is very global right and so how did you guys actually manage to sort of be mentally strong and and as a team grow better you know what did you guys do you know not it was focusing on the small things like we said uh, because if we would have uh, as a team thought that oh man you know things are going bust around the world then it would have just you know we would have all spiraled because with everything happening in everyone you know you're dealing with with demons internally personally at home and obviously work is a big part of your life right so it was about it, it at all it, it might be might sound like a broken record but it all really comes down to people uh, it comes down to the attitude uh, you know of the people that we're working with and uh, it was about being solution oriented rather than you know brooding over the fact that oh we've lost so much you know work say from you know any big client not going we're not going to take any names as such but you know if we wanted to focus on the fact that and that's something that gets dragged down you know from from a review or from people 
So we, we if, because if we would have called, you know, even if we call a lot of crews around the world, we didn't want to like focus on the things that oh, you know what, we can't do this now, we can't do that now. Instead, we tried and focused only on what we could do. We knew that you know, editing and turning things around quickly is something that we definitely can do because of one, what we can do in terms of expertise as well as as the number of people that we had, uh, you know, like a like a network that we have uh, around the world. And in, and it always we will always find a kind of a you know a, how do you say like a need and and uh, I mean supply and demand we, we just have to try and find that kind of a thing and that's where I think we do craft it in terms of especially the, the things about showrooms because it, it 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 was very seamless it's not like we were selling anything also there were people who were you know who thought that okay I can use this time to create this property for myself which is a showroom and these are all a lot of big names in the industry. As well as people who wanted to, like you know, uh, create and and we have spoken about a lot of you know, you know such names who we kind of worked for and the it was about I think being solution oriented at that time and also trying to spread some cheer. We also uh, and I think this is a this is a video that is very close to I think Viru and my like the whole brand's heart is this thing we created called Lockdown Kids at that time, uh, a video where you know all the kids that we kind of. New in all our known circles, we we kind of got them to uh, record a video about you know staying safe, staying indoors, that kind of a thing, and it kind of gave us and I mean it, it didn't really cost much, it, it, but but it kind of gave us that little bit more purpose that no you know, things will get better, and uh, it wasn't just about the hard numbers, but it was also about trying to you know stay positive and be solution oriented more than. Uh, anything else? Do, Absolutely. Absolutely. See, guys, I speak for all of us on this call, right? And correct me if I'm wrong, Janesh and Pranav. We are very lucky. We're in that small percentage where we're all pursuing our passion. Yeah. Now that comes with its challenges also. Both my wife and I and Harsh and his fiance also. We're all we're all self-employed, which is not easy, you know. But I learned very quickly, and Janesh, you have a better business sense than I have. But I learned very quickly that. You can make a lot of profit at the end of the year, but have zero cash flow to run the business. Correct, right? Mm-hmm. So that's when I noticed that during the pandemic, the, the, the height of it last year, thankfully we we had that. And my accountant told me, don't worry, because the, all the reserves are there, because yeah. you don't, you're not paying people, no. So that was the ban, like Harsh was saying, solution-oriented, but at the same time. We were still comfortable to say that okay, chalo, we can take a break. Yeah. You know, a couple of weeks we can chill a little bit because okay, it's not, it's not too bad. You know, to and but I think fundamentally, you got to enjoy what you do. Yeah, I know it's quite cliche, but you know, no, I, I I love the fact that your whole like um, uh, I what I what the what I feel from talking to you guys is the fact that from the start, you guys have never wanted to run. You guys have been wanted. You guys have just been wanting to do and be, you know, very, very genuine to your core, and and that's amazing. See, uh, but is, I'll give you an example, right? Simple example. It's a bit of an emotional thing, but I'll just say it. And it's more. I mean, it's for Harsh and what he did, and also generally the team. Like the World Test Championship was earlier this year, right? India played New Zealand in that one-off Test match and all that. Now, sadly. Uh, Harsh had lost his father during that whole, you know, uh, phase of, and he lost his dad to COVID, and it was during the whole uh, 
uh, pre, I mean, the production was in full swing and we had to get it, get it, get it ready for ICC and things like that. But it was, you know, in a, in a very nice way, we had to interview Harsha Bokle and interview all these people. And all that happened. And within a week, he was back on the film. But even the, the top people at the International Cricket Council, the clients are clients, right? But we've gone that extra mile with them that they were, you know, messaging him. They didn't have to, but they did. How is he doing? Is he okay? The film was secondary. Now, for the film being secondary to us is okay. But imagine for the client, for them, yeah. the client being like, like tomorrow I'd say that, no, I've got this and whatever. Most clients won't. They'll be like, okay, you've got your problem. I'm sorry, but sort it out. Yeah. They were like, no, no, no. This is important. Is he okay? How are things? This, which was amazing. We have Barusha Dortmund, another football club. They rang me up and said, we want to send him something. You know, things like that, which is what is amazing, right? That you have. And that's when I realized, and it's something I even chat with friends here and people say, what is the difference? What is the difference? It is that they are, it's not always easy having, you know, building up a friendship. Sometimes they say, you've got to keep your clients at a distance. But I always believe, no, yeah, because they're also human. It's sometimes it's difficult because, you know, when they want a, a video or production, they will negotiate and try and get a lower price. But I think the bigger picture is more important. So solution-oriented is one, like what Harsh said. Enjoying the process, having cash flow, operating expenses is also important. No debt. But I think most importantly is just to say, you know what, let's just show some care and show some love. It'll be fine. you know. And that's where the psychology helps, Pranav. I'm glad I studied that subject. And uh, I, I wanted to you know, pursue that, but I think, you know, all these things come together. It'll take time. And Janesh, you hit the nail on the head. We don't want to run here. Yeah, that's I get true. a lot of advice every time I come back to Madras. Do this, do that. <laughs> Set up the office there. Like, no, it's fine. It's okay. We're happy. You know, it's so, fine. Just let us be. When we need something, we will definitely let you know. Absolutely. Viru, so what is one piece of advice or advice you would give a 21-year-old uh, kid getting out of college or probably want to pursue, uh, pursue building his own business or 21 year yourself you know what is the advice that you would have uh, loved to listen to see i said something at a panel discussion and one section was very happy the other section was like and later the parents came and asked me this i think it was in hyderabad when one of our films on a racing driver was screened there same question was asked and this was a few years ago i was just a lot of youngsters there i said guys look this is just my view Please don't take it. I'm entitled to my opinion. You are to yours. I just said, the more degrees you do, I feel it's only going to help you find the right book in the library. Okay. Because your security is in your ability. And it's in, I mean, in Harsh's case, okay, he, you know, did journalism. He's come through that. You know, so he knows a lot of little things that he may know that, you know, I, and that I don't know that I've learned, I've had to learn on the job. In terms of advice, the world today, you know, there's good and bad guys. When we started 2007, 2008, social media was also just coming on the scene. You can connect with anybody. You can talk to anybody. You can say, hey, look, I want to come and work for you for a bit. I want to work for free. Back then you can't. You know, when I started, there was no WhatsApp. So it's very different. But what I would tell people now today is seriously to just drown out the noise. Yeah. You guys have heard of, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, Ronnie Skrubala, right? famous film producer. I saw a tweet from Ronnie, I don't know if it was last year or maybe a few years ago. 
this doesn't uh, won't work for all businesses but i'll just say it it was something to the extent of a business is not always about uh series a series b the only series i know is cricket series yeah and the only vc i know is either vice captain or vice chancellor or vice chairman or whatever not bench capitalist but it's not about business plan and you know vision mission goals if you you know if your business makes sense money will find you simple you know and we had a cameraman of mine a freelancer his name is dana hemingway he's worked on all the top us tv shows but he still lives in new zealand now he's running his brother's hotel i asked him you didn't want to go and settle in los angeles or something like that he said no i'm content through my content i have a house by the water good friends i make some good content here and there now that's why we don't show ourselves guys you guys are quite lucky they like doesn't matter even recently one of my wife's uncles who lives in singapore said, you know we don't see the people yeah. behind yeah you only show the crew and you always post this thank you to our crews you know why do you guys keep doing this you know show yourself a little more they like you don't want to it's fine <laughs> Let them work. So yeah, ask you this, guys, um, uh, Viru or Harsh, either one of you, if you guys had a billboard um, and you wanted to say something. One is again without sounding like a broken record. It was that hundred percent of the shots that one. I would say that that is one thing. The other thing, uh, till today, uh, Janesh, on my dad's uh, wallpaper, he has a I think a passport photograph of uh, myself or my brother and how maybe that was. but in that the uh, what is it the wallpaper screen saver whatever it is it actually says a little kindness goes a long way oh wow yeah it's still from back from back then i think that's what his laptop evolved but the screen saver <laughs> it just came to mind right now because we would mentioned my dad uh, and this something that uh, it it is quite emotional but then it's something that is stuck to you know it, it really some you know we all have those memories in childhood that just stick this is one of those and that's something i'll always remember my dad for which is and and you know it, it's very fitting i feel it could be perfect on a billboard is just two words so what that's all correct you know because when i grew up i i mean i grew up and and i feel a lot of us at some point in our lives are always you know we face anxiety and and a lot of things for whatever reasons right and when i was very small i was i was worried about some crease on my shoes you know we all had to paint our shoes white or polish and all that right and i grew up pretty much an anxious kid you know very nervous very easily nervous and there was something my dad said one of those days when i was you know throwing a fit to go to school saying no i'm going to get caught today this that and all sounds very juvenile today but my dad literally shook me and he's like remember these two words for the rest of your life so what are they going to do anything they're not going to throw you into jail for it if they throw you into jail i'll get you back but whatever you are whatever situation you face in life be it the biggest of troubles or be it you know something as as petty as this just ask yourself the question so what and maybe that problem will become you know smaller by that much more because you're just trying to trivialize it right and and i think that 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 so what is something we forget but uh, we should try and keep remembering so i would put that on a bill uh, i'm think- still trying to Harsh, I think you nailed. I think you nailed that because that made me get reminded of my father saying that you know, like it's all flesh and bones, and that's how he 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 always taught me. Like, and thank you for that. And Virun uh, Harsh, it was amazing to host you guys. And something which is common in this uh, platform, I mean, in this room today, is I think sports and dyslexia, and uh, and I really connect with that. 
so thank you so much for making time and i know you guys are extremely busy and you know it was it was so nice interacting with you and being so candid and being so open and personal as well and uh, we'll be reflecting a lot on this no no thank you guys and i think I, that's why i sent uh, janish also a note about us and we don't believe in yeah uh, all these pdfs and presentations and things like that our world is a bit different uh so that's why i said you know we really because because you need to be able to explain the business in one line right yeah. so what do you do yeah we're a video content and production company we yeah. do mostly non live that's it real stories done one line we don't need all this complication so we'd rather just send you examples of our work uh, so that you guys can see so no but this has been fantastic like i said very rare i don't think probably what one of the first times such we did one yeah, yeah. few years ago for cii i remember yeah. that was physical yeah. but very rare we don't uh, do this at all so. really privileged thank you we must thank you guys for yeah we must thank you guys thank you for listening to the 30 minute hustle podcast you can follow us on instagram for all our latest updates until next time signing off this is pranab and my co-host janish <laughs>